We all want to feel better, be happier, and have more freedom. And there are endless resources at our fingertips. But wading through a sea of self-help books, podcasts, and workshops takes more time than anyone has. Except me. That's my job. I curate and translate the latest, most effective personal development wisdom to help you elevate your personal experience and improve the way you show up for others. I'm Kevin Miller, and this is Self-Helpful. The Medical and Financial Benefit of Friendships. I'm wrapping up my series on Laura Tremaine host of the 10 Things to Tell You podcast and author of The Life Council, 10 Friends Every Woman Needs, which of course I expanded to everyone. And our focus is on friendships, but vastly elevating them from mere peripheral benefits if we have the time. A point I'm expounding on in this series is we don't need friendships to survive We need them to thrive. So if thriving is your goal, this is a vital topic. And normally on this part four episode, I just briefly discuss lessons I'm learning or grappling with from the series we've done. Here, I'm taking a detour. Instead of my sole commentary, I brought two dear friends into the studio, literally with me, to talk candidly about how we've been doing friendships, the value we've been receiving, and how could we do them better? The main focal points that surfaced were the need to protect and enhance friendships, just like we do with our health journey and our money. So my friends and co-hosts are two guys at the top of their field in just those two areas, health and money. So Randy James, who you hear often as my co-host on the Functional Friday episodes, Randy is a medical doctor, functional medicine expert. People pay him out of pocket to get to the root issues of their problems and not simply prescribe a medication to a symptom. Randy and I have lived in the same town and been friends for over a decade, growing our kids together, adventuring together. Uh, We partnered in a business together six years ago and have shared offices ever since. Some weeks, we're together five days in a row, sharing lunch on the back deck of the office, talking about life. Uh, You can find Randy at truelifemedicine.com. My other dear friend featured in this episode in the studio with us is Patrick Johnson, Randy and I met Patrick together four or five years ago and found a kindred spirit in health and wellness and adventuring family spiritually. Patrick is a personal fiduciary financial counselor who works with very high net worth individuals. But Patrick goes way beyond that. He's become a unicorn in his profession because he goes deep with clients into maximizing the overall wealth of their life. No different than Brandy does or me. Patrick was a professional river and mountain guide, a seminarian, organic farmer, and he's an author. He leads a large group of men in Colorado on epic adventures, uh, which I am often talking about. You can find him at wealth, W-E-L-L-T-H, partner.com. So we all spend a lot of time together. We live within a two-mile radius of each other. We go on big adventures together. So coming together to discuss the topic of friendships just felt too legitimate to me. You're about to hear a different start to an episode as, again, we're literally sitting side by side in the studio together. This isn't a Zoom meeting. We start off sharing a beverage together, just as we often do while tailgating in the mountains after a big adventure. Props to Patrick for that tradition. He knows how to instigate inspiring environments. The Self-Helpful Podcast was founded through the Ziegler Corporation. And folks, June 15 and 16 of 2023, I'm going to be in Dallas to attend and speak at the Ziegler Coach Summit. If you're looking to influence people for the better, professionally or personally, I invite you to join us. Go to Ziegler, Z-I-G-L-A-R dot com slash Coach Summit. 
and following these sponsors who help make the show possible and provide great resources for your life, I bring you my friends, Dr. Randy James and Patrick Johnson, and a candid talk about how we do friendships. I'm a foodie and I enjoy learning about the process that brings great foods and beverages from idea to the table. And then I like tasting them and learning the nuances of what creates the most significant tastes from coffee to cheese to distilled beverages. I did a tequila tasting in Mexico and recently bourbon, Heaven Hill bottled in bond bourbon really impressed me from the story to the taste. I grew up in Kentucky where horse racing and bourbon are famous and I got introduced to Heaven Hill bottled in bond bourbon. It's produced by Heaven Hill Distillery, which has been and still remains family owned since 1935. And I'm impressed with the bourbon's ultra rich, smooth taste. And right on the bottle, it states that this bourbon is seven years old, which is actually three times longer than what's required to be certified as bottled in bond. I feel with beverages, the longer the prep, the better the taste. Being a bottled in bond product means it must pass a list of seven requirements that set the standard for this quality bourbon. So look for it at your local store. Heaven Hill reminds you to think wisely and drink wisely. Well, to kick off a proper friendship <laughs> podcast. All right. So those of you not watching the video won't see this, but I have a proper drink. You ready? Pass <laughs> oh, right on. Oh, wow. Yeah. This is going to be proper. What is this? That this is. is my new favorite cider. So I love hard ciders. You're breaking new barriers with me, brother. Yeah, I I love hard. Cheers. Should we do it? Cheers. Cheers. And clink. I I dig (laughs) hard ciders. Um, This one I found, I think, in Crested Butte when I was there with 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 one of my daughters, and it's drier, cleaner, and it's funny. It comes from (laughs) California. Every bottle, the the labels are always falling off. That's like one of their trademarks, apparently. Uh. Um, but it's, what is this? Joker's Ace Dry. And I got the place here in town, but in a belt to carry it. So that's the story. Yeah. So wow. I am well, there. cheers. Yeah, thanks cheers. for bringing the booze. Yeah, right. yeah no um, sugar added. It is drier. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. got apple cidery flavor. Thank you. Um, but I like. All right. Well, way to kick off. Thank it's a you. different kickoff. Well, just to this. show that we're not all on the same page. I, I, it's not my thing. But is it really? Just, Right, okay. but that's okay. Well, but thank you the, for the thought. <clears throat> I okay. don't think I'm going to finish it. Okay, well, do so, your best. Randy, then... you can have mine. If you have some custom, that bottle of Casamigos or something, oh. I'll take a nip on that. Oh, I do. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, All right. You can play yes, with that while, while we're talking. So there's a different intro for the self-helpful podcast <laughs> yeah. that people aren't used to, but I'll have uh, prefaced this, this in, the, uh, in the intro that this is a different setup. So friends, here we are, we're friends, we're doing a podcast, we're having a little beverage. And here's my premise though, as I was thinking about this with you guys is because I think a big part of this is elevating the gravity of friendships. I talked with Laura about that and I continue to think about that. So I thought I'd preface it to you guys like sleep. We've all always slept. Yes. Here we are sitting today, every day. For the most part, we have slept. We yeah. engaged with it. It was good. We got recovery out of that. It's been in our latter years, I think, that we have realized the dramatic uh, benefit and Take value of sleep. Take yeah. it seriously. And now our sleep probably is at a, at a greater level, and we benefit from it a lot more. Oh. There's my premise for friendship. 
I think we've all always had friends from day one. We've had friends. Yep. This is a live podcast. Patrick is coughing because Sorry. he just did a big workout. Well, it's cold outside, so he's got. <laughs> not that only that, room. you just gave me a carbonated beverage. <laughs> I've got the. And I'm I thought gonna, about that when <laughs> that I saw was, you burp. So, <laughs> so you're going to hear coughing and burping uh, yeah, as, because we're we're athletic. Uh, <laughs> it's a good carbonated ride, drinking people. Yeah. Um, so that friendships. You've always had friendships. We've always had friendships. But maybe we haven't had them to the gravity, to the value that we could. So that's the discussion today is to say, can we take friendships and look at them in a a new light with some new perspectives and maybe realize that we could get so much more Mm. for our lives out of friendships? There's my premise. Thoughts right there. Medical. Uh, Yeah, I've got thoughts right away because... Remember, and I think we've already said this in, in the shows we've already done, was you asked me that one time about, um, about the value. Uh, what's the number one thing you would ever do? And I think I said sleep, health-wise. Uh, yeah. No, we, we did a show. It was a, uh, I posted it not long ago, uh, or actually reposted it, and it was, yeah, what if I, me trying to drill you down on the right. primary pillars, what it is, and we have you're, a conversation. You're alone on a desert island. You can take one thing with you for health. Mm-hmm. I think I said sleep. sleep. That's what we, yeah. That's what okay, so you premised friendship with sleep. And so okay. medically in the clinic, uh, when somebody gets out of the pit of insomnia or sleep disturbance or their RDI is off and all these things, and now they're saying, okay, I'm sleeping pretty good, then, then I'll shift and say, okay, protect it, enhance it. Okay. So how have, how, I've so never thought good. of my friends, my friendships to say, man, I had better protect that. Mm. That is it. And I'm, I'm going to go to you next with the word of investment. Oh, uh-huh, yeah. And then and, and in enhance. So, so, gosh, Kevin, yeah, right away, I'm, I'm already kind of uh, creatively inspired to think okay, protect these friendships, invest in these friendships. And um, I've never thought of my friendships in that way. The, the, that on the other side, there's a return on my investment, there's a return on my investment of sleep. That is recovery. That is well-being, and I would, I would also think that. Well, we don't need to even conjecture there. Studies are done on the the opposite of friendship would be loneliness, and there is dire consequences. Are there studies done on the, the medical well-being markers that we could see in a body with friendships? And I would say no, because in the same way that we cannot see normal, healthy sleep or activity within the biomarkers because the whole world is set up on the failure biomarkers. Right. We, but I, I would bet all that I had to bet that if I invest in friendships, if I protect and enhance them, that I would, medically speaking, be a, a better, healthier specimen. Well said. So there's a thought. Yeah. Yeah. How about on the investment side? Does it? No, I've just got the anecdotal bit just from 30 years of practice as a personal, you know, in small business wealth management practitioner. But it's something that is really important to me is what is going to be an important driver for a client's sense of well being during the retirement years and helping them transition. Has been a big focus of mine, and community is the number one 
predictor of a sense of well-being in retirement, study after study after study. And all, I don't know all the biomarkers, but I just know that that's important. I've personally observed that, you know, just watching clients retire within community and really kind of isolated or they'll move across the country away from community. And I just watch who thrives and who Mm -hmm. diminishes Mm -hmm. over time. It's just been really powerful to watch that over the many years. And I have a, I have a felt sense for how important it is. Apparently it's supported by these studies. And then I have this group in Denver who I've referenced before the gentleman cycling club. You guys know a lot of them because we've started the Wednesdays thing, but they, it's just been this incredible experience. I joined that group in 2008. We just had our 20th anniversary, but in this cohort of about 50 men, you know, they just, they're defying all of the odds of what our culture usually sees with like divorce rates and trauma in the family and these kinds of things. And there, there are a lot of variables there, but anecdotally, again, what I see is, you know, we get together every night, May through September and ride hard and go to somebody's house it used to be we party like rock Wait, stars every night. <clears throat> I'm sorry. Every Thursday. I'm sorry. Once a week, every okay, week okay, okay. on Thursday nights, we'd end up at somebody's house and we used to, you know, party hard. Now it's more just guys hanging out, telling old war stories and this kind of thing. But, but off season, we're going on ski trips and we're doing this and that. And there's this sense of real brotherhood within this group of men. And I see a lot of them entering into retirement now, just thriving, yeah. just thriving. Right. And so I see a real benefit in it. And then most recently with this Wednesdays thing, we've celebrated about a year. I've been doing this, this thing for a year and just the, uh, the original motivation was trying to cultivate that go on the adventure of putting down deep roots. Cause we've moved around a lot and I just thought, well, you know, if somebody needs, let to- me say real quick, you keep mentioning it Wednesdays. So mm-hmm. Patrick put this together, long story short, Every third Wednesday of every month yeah. is a day of an adventure and it's stand up paddle boarding or rafting or hiking a bunch of 14ers or 13ers or whatever, or a big mountain bike event. Soji. Yeah. 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 A big, a big effort for that. And he's speaking that we're going to go down too many rabbit trails, but the comfort yeah. crisis book and yeah, doing this big effort. So we get together with guys, kindred spirits. Yeah. I would say it's a brotherhood too, and do this big event and having that shared experience and people breaking bones and people having <laughs> yeah. fun and going to dinner and having a drink or whatever and the context. So that's what we do. And matter of fact, this next Wednesday we're doing one right here in our town. Yeah, with, I get to show guys the local yeah. zone here. Okay, yeah. so I, I just interrupted to give them context on Wednesdays. Yeah, so when yeah Wednesdays is a a thing. It's but a lot of the template was established by that GCC group and. Yeah, life, that dimension of well-being, your social dimension is just so important. And I'm sure there's probably somebody we could have on the show that would speak to that powerfully. Well, I can use that now. So I was about to hold up the book. So Robert Waldinger, which we were just talking about this morning because Arthur Brooks talks about it. you are the wisdom side of the show. (laughs) (laughs) I've got a lot of resources. I'm the messenger. So Robert Waldinger, he's a Harvard professor of psychiatry and is now the head of the longest uh, study on, they call it the longest study on human behavior or something like that, but it's oh, a yeah, scientific study this. of happiness. Yes. He's got the Ted talk type in Robert Waldinger in yes. the good life. And he's got a Ted talk that has done 45 million people. And what they came to is what's, you know, what's the on study of happiness. What's the end story there? 
on what makes us happy and it's relationships. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I want to take that and say, but we, we say relationships. Well, is it bad relationships? You know, are we saying toxic relationships? I got other mugs down here. Yeah. Brady's, and, w- Brady's wanting to get into the tequila. I, yeah, and I got to say, man, my, the carbonated drinks don't work well for podcasting. Yeah. It's just really hard to drink a burp. Um, a boy. But relationships, you guys are, they're over here. You know, people got to start watching the video because they're, they're trying, trying some, to make it tequila and some soda. high end like, tequila that. that I've had. <laughs> but relationships. Now he doesn't caveat that at the front of the thing and say good relationships, but we assume that it's having relationships, being in yeah. a relationship with people. But obviously there's a lot of folks out there who have toxic relationships that are not doing them any good. Matter of fact, they're killing them. True. So in yeah. that, in saying it's relationships, we're talking about friendships. We're talking about life giving friendships. And we've used the word here of, you know, they're a benefit, they're important. And as I am reading Laura Tremaine's stuff and thinking about it, I'm thinking, no, they're, they're vital. They're vital for, well, let's go there. I'd say they're vital back to the, what's better for you, a carrot or a hot pocket? Well, in the grand scheme of life, a nice, you know, Freshly pulled carrot out of the ground is better for you. But as Randy says, if you're starving coming out of the Sahara Desert, a hot pocket is life. Save your life. Okay, Randy but we're is talking about like the-, the most balanced doctor ever. His counsel is just <laughs> I, always I, like that. I know, right? I know. That's why he's sitting here. Um, and but what we're talking about is the difference between survival, surviving, and thriving. So can you survive without friendships? Yes, you can survive. You can exist, and you can exist on hot pockets mm-hmm. for a while at least. Uh, but are you going to thrive? So, I mean, this is a, st- we should think about that. This is a podcast about thriving. That is our point. Ooh, I like that. This is not a survival <laughs> podcast. No, that's absolutely true. There's other podcasts that will tell you, teach you how to survive in a rainforest naked and being <laughs> pursued by a wombat. But this is different. This is about thriving. So I'm, if I'm looking at thriving, that I want the most out of this experience as the tagline of this show is to elevate my experience of life that my friendships are not just a bonus and nice when I can fit them in, but I've, it's got me thinking about investment and protecting and enhancing them that if they are vital for my thriving ultimate experience of life, I want to reframe them in my priorities and well, so I'll, I'll stop there. On that? Yeah. Cause I, I've got <clears throat> Randy, more on that, but yeah. I think this is what you were teeing me up for earlier. The memory dividend is that, well, maybe or maybe not, but but the investment kind of monikers yeah. or labels earlier, yep. and I, I shared more what I'm observing anecdotally within a client community. But there's this concept that on a Wednesday's drive, I wrote it in the recap. Uh, we, I was talking with a CP, he's a guy who is a CPA for Digital Nomads, really cool business, and we were chatting about the the more to life than just the focus on money and material possessions and this kind of thing. And he used this phrase, which I loved and it's a memory dividend. And so he talks with clients about the concept. I mean, the listeners are smart. They can extrapolate this out, but I'll prattle for a moment. Just the idea that, and I haven't word tracked this yet, but I'm going to start to incorporate it into my language and appointments. This idea that just as you build up a stock account, you know, that's going to be peeling off dividends, you can have mailbox money during retirement. It's the same idea. Like these investments of our time and energy, our life energy to get the dollars, Mm -hmm. which are important, got to have that dimension shored up as well. But the two, a lot of us just have paltry amounts in the investment of time with friends, life energy Mm -hmm. invested in relationship, which is what we're talking about. Mm -hmm. And it's not a one and done to cultivate the kind of. 
depth of friendship that really pays these dividends. It's like, it's fun to go out and create some memories, but what makes it real and lasting and bonding and soul satisfying is when you have multiple shared experiences and men, you know, we parallel play, right? Mm -hmm, Like mm -hmm. the women would look very different. They would knee up on a couch with a glass of wine after a yoga class and just riff with each other forever and have a bunch of new best friends. You're actually going to do that in the next session. I'm setting up a couch. (laughs) We're going to, we're going to put Jamie's on and we're going to get close because between that and the apple cider, man, I don't know. I don't don't think I'm doing that. (laughs) We can cut that out. We can cut that out. I'm good. I'm good at that. Well, yeah, I mean, this is, Again, looking at it as an investment, and okay, so you guys don't know this. Well, look, so can I come back to the memory? Oh yeah, yeah. Though? So what Adam suggested, this digital nomad, um, he was that, and he's now a CPA for those folks. He said the the clients that he has that invest in the, just doing the road trip, going with the friends, encouraging your spouse to do it as well independently, but then with you as well. Mm-hmm. Um, those are the healthy, vital, thriving couples and families in his experience too. And those investments that we make, that dividend only grows. You know how your memories mm-hmm. and things ex- of positive things, it gets bigger and bigger. And before long, you know, it's just, just so... Fish was 5,000 yeah. pounds. Yeah. So this plays mm-hmm. into heart rate variability. So mm-hmm. what are the memories that you can pull on that will put you in that place where your heart rate variability comes to a peak state or, or helps bring you into a peak state of heart rate variability. And Randy can speak to this better Mm -hmm. than I can. Mm -hmm. Um, but I, you know, I used to struggle to come up with those memories and that's part of what motivated Wednesdays was like, I see the power of community. I see the power of what these guys in Denver have done. We let's start doing that with some local guys. And Adam was talking about how Wednesdays GCC is such a powerful investment each time. Every time we go out, it's a new story. It's a fun thing. And you're going a little bit deeper because as much as it's a five or six hour epic, there's 20 or 30 minutes of pretty deep conversation happening in there. And that just men bond and we go deep and we establish roots. And then the the fruit of that, though, is this dividend that is good for your physiology as specifically measured by a memory that you a dividend that you can draw upon to bring yourself in that heart rate variability pattern that you want. So just throwing that out there. I love that idea of an investment account. And we need to really focus as we head toward retirement on that account, as much as we do the stock account peeling off traditional investment dividends. Thankfully, the days of building a business website, then having this massive endeavor to integrate an online store are gone. Today, Shopify has fixed all that. I had one business where we actually built the entire website on Shopify's platform. So whether you're just starting out or you're selling a million bucks of product already, Shopify is just the industry leader. It works the same for physical products or online and digital, and Shopify is just hands down the best out there. Most importantly, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. It's 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Getting people to buy is not that hard, at least to the buying point, but getting them to actually give their payment info is, and Shopify is king in that department. They also have top tier customer service, which I think is critical. You can sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash Kevin. That's all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash Kevin to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash Kevin.
Friends, I'm pretty candid about my lack of financial prowess. Money and numbers are fairly Greek to me, so I need a lot of guidance. One of my closest friends is a wildly successful wealth manager, and I'm working on some financial literacy and just continually seeking guidance. So I ask you to check out yahoofinance.com. Nobody knows it all on Yahoo Finance is a, an incredible resource for the rookies like me or the seasoned investors. You know, before my dad passed away recently, Dave Ramsey and his wife, Sharon, flew down to visit. We all got to spend a day together. And I was at yahoofinance.com just now. I saw multiple news flashes from Dave and other people that you respect. And they're hitting so many of the hottest areas in finance today. So it's a place to get a snapshot of all aspects of your financial interests. And if you have them, your portfolios. I hadn't realized Yahoo Finance is the number one finance destination, producing a holistic look at the financial news cycle, including breaking news, original editorial perspectives, analyst ratings, independent research, customizable charts, and so much more. So for your comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit the brand behind every great investor, yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. One more time. YahooFinance.com. I live high up in the Rocky Mountains where the air is clean and fresh as possible, but then I step indoors and I'm breathing in untold amounts of toxins and allergens from paint and carpet and cleaning chemicals and pets and furniture and appliances and mold and so on. Studies show the indoor air is two to five times more polluted than the outdoor air anywhere you are. And in some places, it's a hundred times worse than that. Well, the solution is to get an air purifier and air doctor is just the best out there. It filters out 99.99% of dangerous contaminants and allergens such as pollen and pet dander and dust mites and mold and even bacteria and viruses so your lungs don't have to try to do that. Air Doctor comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee, so if you don't love it, just send it back for a refund minus shipping. Go to airdoctorpro.com. You can use the promo code KEVIN, and depending on the model, you'll receive up to 39% off or up to 300 bucks exclusive to podcast customers, you will also receive a free three-year warranty on any unit, which is an additional $84 value. So to get the special deal, go to A-I-R-D-O-C-T-O-R-P-R-O.com. Use promo code Kevin. Can, can I Can I keep going there? I'm going to also remember the word memory dividend. Mm-hmm. Kevin and I have been chatting recently about the book, Thinking Fast and Slow. So it's 10 years out, and he uh, has the... So what you're saying is also in, in the deeply studied psychological realm of these guys. So Daniel Kahneman is the author of that, but many, many, many studies on the remembering self and the experiencing self. I think... The last time you had, you were talking about the two selves of the, I forgot which two selves you were, uh, your internal self and your outward self. And there's another version of self where right now we're experiencing this, but we will have three separate memories of this experience that Mm. will be shaded differently to, to, to a little bit of a nuance because we're different people, but we can invest in our remembering self. And in fact, the only self you have in the future is your remembering self because now will be a memory and most people get lost in the now, right? They're under the tyranny of the urgent. They're doing, they're just getting the thing done and they're, they're not 
having a half a second of awareness or training themselves into an awareness to where they can even have the memory. And I, I would say I'm, 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 I, I, I suffer from this. So they just rip through life. Is what yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you just get her done. Yep. Just get her done. And then you, it gets punctuated by relief moments that are relief. Friday night and a bowl of ice cream and a good movie. But those are not heart rate variability changing moments. So, okay. Can we riff with each other on sure, that? Sure, sure. All right. So this is fun. You just laid down a great beat and I'm just kind of picking yep. up on something that Tolle's work, yeah, the power of now, iconic work, you know. So you said the tyranny of the now a moment ago. That's or really the tyranny of the urgent. Uh, yes. Okay. And so, uh, semantic clarification yep. there, but it's an important still, one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is this idea that what it's not a tyranny of the now; it is a tyranny of the urgent. And the distinction there is important because the beauty of the now is the peace of God. Yeah. It's, it's this sense Man. of always living for uh, at this fast pace where we never pause to experience what is happening right now. Okay, may I, I was going to semantically go in there and say Great. the tyranny of the perceived, or the mm. tyranny of the perceived urgent. Sure. Yes, beautiful, yeah. As opposed to my opportunity to perceive now as fellowship with God. Amen. Even within the urgent, like, the, of course the there's urgency. Dropping into the next level. I love it. <laughs> Can we, we always, be done? Just quote we that. We seem to go and, here. No, I love uh, it. Keep going. A, a little goosebumpy there where we, we also get to look outside at a snowstorm in April. So yeah. that's look Colorado. That. Nuking. And, uh, wow. Well, I'm think, you've got me thinking of Rick Hansen, whose book. I, I was going to bring him up. Oh, yeah. So 12 seconds. So Rick Hansen. The Neurodharma guy? No. Uh, yes. It is. Rick is Hansen. Neurodharma. Oh. I, He's got some new stuff. Okay, but you're, maybe ba- so. you're going to be back on I'm his going, book, Hardwiring Happiness. Hardwiring yes, Happiness. Same guy, okay. I'm pretty yeah. sure. But yeah. That guy. I just got asked to interview him I for like yet him. another new book. Oh, really? Yeah, he's got another one. But go there, on because Akita Hardwiring Happiness was... Take a moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And in his parlance in this book, it was kind of like, hey, 12 seconds. That's all you need. The experience that you're having, like we right now could take a little bit. It's not good airtime for podcasting, so we won't sit here for 12 seconds, but we could. And we could, after we do the show, we should say, well, we did prior. We said a prayer prior to the show, a 12-second kind of, here we are, hardwire this in. We're going to be able to feed back on, on the memory of that with a, a kernel of that will grow, that is much more likely to grow into what we're all calling thriving and well-being and peace uh, in contrast to if we'd all shown up at 137 a little bit late and said, okay, we got to go. Let's just go and get this thing done. We could have done that. It mm. would have been okay, but it would not have been as good as it will totally be. Totally talks being. about this. Yeah. 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 So it, th- there's the challenge. And for all of us, we're all professionals. We all have potential tyranny of the urgent. And we, we've all been there. In fact, my friend Kevin Miller said, I like the tyranny of the urgent. I like the, <laughs> the pressure. And How long ago? Hmm. We probably, we probably we had an argument with a friend probably four Steve years Smith, ago yeah. or something like that. And he's talking about things about Steve Smith. Yeah, I need to meet him. Steve Smith. You can't. And he said, you can't be in the white water. And I said, but, but, I, on, but I'm, I, I'm, that's why I'm preparing myself so I can handle the white water. Did like, you thrive on the white water? Uh, until I didn't. 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, crash yeah. and burn. Yeah. Yeah. Until I came to an end and realized this, this is, I mean, and maybe then you I asked your doctor friend for some Zoloft. I did. I, I literally came in one day and said, dude, I'm losing it. No kidding. Yeah. I said, I don't, I don't think I'm going to freak out, but this, I'm just, I, I can't calm myself down. And we tried 30 days. It didn't matter. I needed to change other things. You <laughs> should the, come the, to the doctor. The real doctor. <laughs> yeah, true. That's, that's, that's right. I a little should've. bit of tequila would have done you way and better. And, um, yeah. And, Frustration uh, with a surfboard. Yeah. Yeah. And it, 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 and it was, so I was doing that and I, maybe I could have stayed there and sur- but I'm going to go back to survival but not in thriving. I want to thrive to thrive. You got to take some breaks out here. So back here to this aspect of friends. And there's a couple points I do want. I mean, I literally, I just want you guys, I mean, that's what we said we were doing this podcast for, because this is the kind of stuff we riff and talk about and glean from each other anyways. <laughs> right. Yeah. We're out on a river or bike ride. This is the, what we end up. This is what I would talk about anyway. Yeah, so, yeah. so literally, so, uh, so Laura Tremaine here in this book, she's talking about, friendships also the need well the benefit of varied friendships Mm. and one and this is what originally brought me to her book uh now my listeners will know because they've listened to part one part two hopefully already but this is part three but a premise was the danger that we get especially with our spouses as individuals let's just say as individuals who tend to isolate in today's culture more than ever we don't live in a community we don't mm-hmm. live in a village we're in our in our homes and we tend to not have as deep of friendships culturally and then we get married and significant other whatever it is and we look for everything from that person i mean it's the movies man it's my soulmate mm. you complete me all that garbage mm. and well, I didn't know it was garbage but i feel it is now because that puts so much pressure so i'm looking to my wife for my to be everything Mm-hmm. I need her to be my, my really my godfather, grandfather, Does father, a mean buddy. Every, well, <clears throat> we can get into that, but yeah, is it just one person to fulfill everything? Mm-hmm. And I think, I mean, you go back to the village mm-hmm. where that you grow up. Literally, think about a village, you know, where you've got lots of people around. And you get married, you don't need that person to be everything because you've got so many different relationships. And so, looking and going, gosh, what are all those? And Laura goes through and gives some ideas of the different ones. But it got me to thinking about, man, who, what are those categories? Do I want somebody in each category? And who are those? I mean, I've got you guys for deep talks. Uh, one of her things is fellow obsessives. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. So we, what, are we, what are we obsessive about? Or what uh, are we? It's a degree, personal development, <clears throat> personal growth, yeah. uh, thriving. So we, and we come together. We're never going to come together and not end up talking about that. Mm. We're not going to come together. Grass. We talked about football for 15 minutes and never even you know checked in. We just we're gonna. If anything, we're gonna come and go do what's going on. You know, yeah, or, or, right? Yeah. Uh, we're adventure buddies. Yep. Um, but well, uh, let's go there. If you look at the different roles, the different needs, you know, you've got somebody who's going to be. Is this according to Tremaine? These are her. Yeah, categories. I'm ad living a little bit. You may have. <laughs> yeah, the, you, you know the person that you're going to go to for counsel on yeah. finances. Mm-hmm. I mean, now for you, that's. You know, you for us, that's you, but somebody you're going to go to for on, you know, health, that'd be Randy, but wisdom, that would be, well, but there's, there's (laughs) going to be somebody that's going to be, man, I'm, I need some help. I need some help, man. I'm going to be moving. I need some help. And you know, God love him. You've got that friend, but there's no way he's going to do that. He's just busy. He's not going to do that. You know, this guy, you call him, he's going to be there in a heartbeat. So is that the 3am crew or is it all the 3am crew? It depends on the Yeah. See, this is what we're playing with. Or is the 3am crew, the person that can do all of those things. I would hope that, okay, on that, the 3 a.m. crew, which with the concept there, which I got from my dad, was the person you can call up at 3 a.m., say, I need help. Oh, that's interesting. That's in the first chapter of my okay. book, too. Yeah, yeah I, need, I yeah. need help, or I need, uh, my, for some reason, my dad likes to put on, because I, I, you know, it's a, it's a depth 
of connection. Of, <clears throat> I, I need yeah. money, like 10 grand, yeah. you know, not, not like a buck, but like 10 grand, That's, yeah. which is valid because at this point we're not going to call each other and need 50 bucks. If we call each other for help, it's like, I need, you know, 50 grand. I did something really off, yeah. but you know, there's that person, there's the friend that's just going to listen. And think about your group, Patrick, of, I mean, all of us and think about, there's people that we have. And I started thinking about the roles in my life and there are people that I'm going to, if I'm, if I'm going to take, let's just take 10 friends. Okay. Mm -hmm. 10 good friends, 10, 3am clubs, which is a lot of friendships to maintain Uh, that. that, I was going to say, that's a lot. That's a lot for a 3am. Okay. Say five. Kudos to you, Kevin. Well, say (laughs) either, either way, say it's five. I can think about it and go, okay, but if I'm having difficulty in my marriage, Mm -hmm. There's one, there's one guy I'm going to check in with this, this guy over here, God love him. He's great, but that's, it's not his riff. Mm -hmm. Or if I looked at parenting or if it was a spiritual issue Mm -hmm. or a work issue or something that's really, I'm struggling at a heart level or there's somebody I want to dream with, man, I want to, I'm thinking about, I'm thinking about something big and I want to talk through that um, to go on an adventure with and, and to kind of honor the friendships because I well, to be candid, I think I have devalued friendships that don't fit a lot of those things. Mm-hmm. I'm going to hang with Patrick or Randy because they, they're, they're my, and you may be my closer friends because you fill a lot of those things. Yeah. But do I give value to this friendship? Or I'm thinking I want to give value to this friendship. It's not somebody I may go to a deep level with. Man, they are just fun. Yeah. Or they are, they're always there in a heartbeat. Anything you need, man, they, they're going to be there. Or... But our friend Dustin, man, if I got a spiritual matter, mm-hmm. specifically, even mm-hmm. beyond spouse or father or whatever, a spiritual matter, I'm Dustin. Mm-hmm. And I talked to you guys too, but he, he shine, he's a beacon of light mm-hmm. for me in that specific area. I'm not going to go adventure with him. He doesn't do things like that. And I may not talk about, you get the idea. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm playing with is valuing those and thinking about the friendships that I have in those areas. And then wondering too, if there's some areas I want friendships in that I don't have mentoring is one. I spoke about it and I do feel like I get mentoring from every single one of my friends. I get mentoring from you guys and to a degree, heck I get mentoring from my kids, you know, your your guests, my guests, Mm -hmm. incredible. But with the concept of somebody who's there, who's gone before me, whether they're a lot older or not, but they've gone before me to a decent degree and have some wisdom that I can have context with who has, they have an investment in me that I can turn to. I've not been really good at cultivating that. And I would like to, so there's my premise there of some of the roles and the, people who fill them that I want to honor more, invest in more, protect and enhance, Mm -hmm. and maybe even look at some and go, gosh, I don't really have anybody in there. And there could be a category where I go, you know, I don't need that one. Somebody's out there and going, I'm just not an adventure person. I don't need an adventure buddy. Uh, Okay, fine. Take that Mm -hmm. one off. But this is not a pressure and a should of who you should have. You don't need a Patrick who's going to take you on epic rides necessarily, or, (laughs) or you may not, but well, there, I'll stop there. There's my, there's some of my, grappling, pondering, considering. Mm-hmm. You know what it makes me think right now? Mm. I'm going to call Dustin after the show. Huh. I, I have not mm-hmm. invested in that friendship. And, and, and to my shame, to, or to my, what would that word be? To my... Uh, detriment. Detriment. Like hey, I can, am... Go ahead. <clears throat> well, can you... Can, so that was a lot. And just for listeners, like succinctly articulate the crux issue there 
kind of tee it up for us to... Some of it, the initial point was looking at your hopefully multitude of friends that if you have two, you may want more, but looking at those and taking some of the pressure on, because if you have a friendship, an acquaintance, whatever, that you may devalue a little bit because they don't feel X, Y, Z, but do they feel something there giving a little more credit to that? Again, not having to have one person who fills everything, having multiple people. And so what are the areas of friendship that you want? And that's why I kind of listed out mm. some of those. And Laura does that in her, in her book as, as well. So that you can look at that. But if you looked at the roles you have in life, that's why I riffed off, you know, husband, parent, provider, mm-hmm. entrepreneur, business owner, you know, however, uh, athlete, um, I got to be a financial steward and, and earner. It's all the dimensions of well-being. Yeah. All those, who do I have in there? And to, to give that a, a one more pre- preface there, Laura's title of her book that I'm holding up here is The Life Council. Now, she says C-O-U-N-C-I-L, council, like your group. But I'm thinking about the council, C-O-N-S. Of that. C-O-U-N-S-E, yeah, the council of that that <laughs> I'm giving. That's a clever play. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. On words. So that's it. So who <laughs> who is your council? Who do you want honoring the people in a lot of those categories, maybe giving them a little more value, even if they don't fulfill mm-hmm. everything? What do they fulfill? And then are you, gosh, to what you said, Randy, to, you know, are you protecting and enhancing that? Mm-hmm. And wow. Such mm-hmm. an interesting track. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go Randy. What are you? Yeah. Think? I'm, I'm thinking of it kind of the council. It's almost like uh, a business has a board, uh-huh. you know? And so, gosh, am I inviting and enhancing and protecting a board of executives for my the business of Randy James Inc. and and I I want to create a product of thriving. So I'm going down this business riff, and in doing so, sure, I want to do that. I want to produce a a marriage and a business and children and ideas. And well, okay, I better have some checks and balances in there, and and certainly a spousal wife relationship does a lot of that fulfills in there, and also a lot of dreaming and flowering and 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 all of those kind of things so so but thinking outside the box like with a well for, for you guys so for me the adventure is in in the masogi that that's a stretch like i've got great executives on my board for hey how like you did this last week? How's the, how's the cold? I'm like, well, it was really warm because it wasn't very cold because I didn't do the thing. Well, yeah, after and so, the show last week, Randy and I had a conversation about fasting and cold, mm-hmm. and uh, you fasted I laid the and so, down, and you didn't take it. Uh, the um, I'll get you there. That yeah, that got. But I'm I know that I will. Yeah, and I know that you and I will be in relationship, we'll and there will be a. A, a thing there that is just a, an egg that I'm sitting on and nurturing. And, and so that piece of my board is there. Uh, but I think part of one of the threads of your question is, what am I missing? What counsel am I not getting? Because I haven't nurtured a, and I'll be, uh, so I think in, in my world, I, I don't have a service uh, board member. Uh, my family does not do service projects. We don't, I don't, I don't even really, I, I would just stumble on, well, what do I do and how do I get there? And I remember Donald Miller's book about his daughter, you know, leaving that, that, you know, terrible boyfriend because they went on this mission trip and she got a big purpose in her life of serving these other people. And in Shantara, the book you just 
mentioned Shantaram. That's right up your alley. Never anyway, right. that's a different rabbit hole. Shantaram, where this guy goes to India and he just finds himself in service of people, and it's mm. like, gosh. I mean, yeah, I serve people every day in the clinic, and and there's that, but it's a business, and so so that's a whole other conversation. That's a whole. Uh, but on my board, I, I don't have that. I've got great financial counsel, business, um, men, spiritual mentors, and but not. And, and I think I don't know what I don't know. Like service comes up, and maybe maybe marriage counseling. I, I don't have mentors there. So you speak with that, <clears throat> excuse me, um, with a sense of longing for that. So that suggests that you, you're recognizing through this mm-hmm. process of conversation that that's a dimension that you're lacking and that you want. I wonder if everybody wants the same things. Are there, are there dimensions of well-being? The National Wellness Institute, it qualifies the dimensions of well-being. I've added financial to that. But are we kind of ultimately talking about do we have relationships same sex or otherwise in each Look dimension. At the longest study on human behavior <clears throat> on happiness and he's saying it's relate it's a harvard study it's on relationships and right but relationships within each dimension of well-being yeah on a more granular level oh well, relationships yes. with your money with your work well with fair now to no, be no, true friends within each of the dimensions so for example you have uh you just referenced financial counsel adventure buddies you know the, these are the, the guys you work out with, the men or women that are part of your intellectual dimension. So, the, again, an NWI has these different dimensions of well-being. Do you need relationship? Are we wired for a relationship wherein one to three or whatever number of people are in your life in that dimension of well-being? Service is one of those. It's not formally one of those dimensions of well-being. It's a subcategory of social, but mm-hmm. service is a part of that. So for you specifically, you're going to have how you're hardwired, which might be more of the subcategories. But should we at least make sure that we have some level of depth of relationship in each dimension of well-being so that we ourselves are whole? Because the more that we shine our own lights and bring conversation with other people into our experience and our experience into theirs, we're interwoven, interconnected, and that's the kaleidoscope. Mm -hmm. So I just wonder if we are more well through relationship but we need to be surgical on some level about who we allow in and who we recognize really we've had history with, but this relationship is no longer serving the greater good somehow. It's just, there's an energetic break of of some iteration. So I just, your, your question of, should we, I'm I'm to to be whole. Yeah. I'm going to flip around and go, is there any of those, are there any of those areas where we would not benefit from counsel, C O U N S E L from well, counsel. Both. Our counsel is our counsel. I kind of yes. like her both, both, <laughs> both ways. And, and in that I'm looking and going, gosh, no, I want friends that I can discuss and share my life with and, and, you know, me share theirs in all of those areas. That's what, that's what this has me thinking to thrive. To- I mean, yeah, because you're a sh- like most people would look at any of the three of us and probably a lot of our listeners and say, wow, they're really well adjusted, kind of got it together guys. But when you put those types of people, we can always be better. We can always be learning. We're all, we're ultimately in pursuit of 
enhanced relationship with the ultimate, you know, the divine God. I mean, that's, and if we're always moving deeper in relationship with something that's infinite, we're always just beginning. So there's a great humility that comes with recognizing at one point or at one time, yeah, we have a lot of wealth and well-being and dimension, and we're, we're living in that intersection of human and divine well. But at the same time, recognizing that if ultimately our end goal is to be like Christian languages, like Christ or one with the divine, and that is infinite, we're always in a posture of humility because we're always ex- ever expanding. And friendship helps us expand yeah. on our what is ultimately, I believe, a spiritual journey. Well, yes. I, gosh, to be candid, we're, we're sitting here doing this, I would say, because of the benefit that the three of us have had from friendship. Yeah. So I'm looking at it negatively <laughs> to say, okay, how could we do better? Kind of like oh, what you're yeah, talking about. Yeah. How could we do better? How could I benefit more? But we are sitting here. And man, candidly, I would look at you two as I have known you, Patrick, for a few years and Randy for decade and or more a little bit more yeah. more than that and say you guys are more i was gonna say naturally prone or you've done it intentionally i don't know i see you investing in friendships more 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 than me then i i tend to isolate and i have been honestly the beneficiary of people pursuing me a lot in my life otherwise i wouldn't have but i learned at some point the value of friendships. And so I have to make that investment. It's interesting because Laura who wrote the book is very similar that she has to schedule it in and make it a priority because I mean, I'm just prone to be, I'd say selfish with my time, but I, I can tend to be solitary and I don't gravitate there. And yet I go out and, and find the benefit from these friendship in- encounters, but I don't pursue enough. So this is why I do this with the show. It's my own medicine. And I'm looking and go, man, I, I feel like I have more, to benefit from. I want to be the guy who says yes more. I've done that with you. I was going to say, man, you're like the yes man on the Wednesdays. That, but that's different. I can, I can give you a handful of guys, even down in the Springs, people that you know that quit asking at some point. They oh, quit really? Asking me because I just... Well, well, I'm honored, man. That's because it's well, always fun having you out. Yes, and. So I'm smiling at Patrick, and you just said the word candid. So to be candid... Uh, I'll put you on the hot seat there, Kevin. Why do you think you say yes to Patrick? Hmm. I, I, I know. Yeah, I know too. Wow, that's Dude. an yeah. question. What? Well, I'll t- okay, I'll tell you mine. Speak, so that, speak for me. Really we, we, we know each other enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's, that's, that's a good thing because it's your sweet spot. You can go hang with... I'm your sweet spot. (laughs) Patrick strokes your sweet spot, okay? Let's just be candid about it. Now we can be up on the couch in our dance. There we go. This is a clean podcast. Uh, You know, if if somebody else was going to invite you into a service project, you'd be like, holy cow, I got 25 things to do and 25 kids, and I'm in service all the time. But over here, where it is the... Uh, the, the, Patrick has finessed this adventure thing that it's like, man, ah, yes, I will do that. And, and that's not a bad thing, but it's an easy yes for you as opposed to the, uh, well, let me add on, okay, can okay. I add on to it? Because the other reason too, is when you ask me, Hey, let's go do this and, you know, drive together for two hours. Mm-hmm. I am not a chit chatter. Um, it's just not a, 
you know, I, I'm not in, I'm not interested in sports or politics or finance yeah. even. Yeah. And yet we also share, and that's where the three of us are sitting here too. The common, this common crucible of personal growth and thriving in, and so we talk at that level and you're right. That is a big piece of it for me. And that, you know, and, and we're going to have along these line of friendships, some that are deeper, that are fuller, that mm-hmm. encompass more of that. And that's why we do have friends that are not to categorize sure. them yeah. or I was going to say not to rank them, but we do. Of course we do. We, of course. I mean, I, I rank my kids. I, I love all my kids equally. I do not like them equally. Some of them, I just don't get along with that well. I mean, I've got adult kids and they know it. We, we all know it. Some of them get along better with mom, some with me, some with a sibling or whatever. That's okay. Together, yeah. we're a family. That's actually a good thing. There are some of my kids that I hang out with individually. There are some of my kids I hang out with as a group. Mm-hmm. And I say that. Well, I said, they're not going to listen to this anyway, so I'll be free. <laughs> but, but I would say that in front of them, and they know, and they know who they are, and they we talked about it. that, yeah, thank goodness. Right. But same thing here, and that was part of the, one of the things here, you know, that there's the friends that we are going to go and be with in an intimate, vulnerable you know, way or invest more time in. And there are some that we totally appreciate, but that's going to be within a group. I've got that with the Wednesdays group. There's guys in there that I would go, I, mean, I, could, I could list them out, who I would be I'd be apt to go hang with individually. Others, man, totally enjoy them as part of the group. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't go hang with them individually. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but yes. Can, your, so yeah. I want to, yeah. And yeah, I think yeah. that's all great. And there's room for everybody truly. Uh, and the, I think we risk with this emphasis on personal thriving an undertone of narcissism or just personal focus. That's a little I'm always self, at risk of narcissism. Self-obsessive. Yeah. I think that there's a lack of self-love and self-compassion in our culture today. I think we've been... We got the health stats on that. Okay. All right. So ultimately, our interest in expansion, personal expansion, thriving... Expansion is a good word. ...is in service to others. Mm -hmm. Because the brighter our lights shine, there's just a, a... a ripple effect of that. It just, it helps, it invites others like the Marian Williamson quote goes, it invites others to then shine brightly as well. So we're not interested in it. Like for our, I mean, there, there is a, an enjoyment to life that comes with this, um, obsession, it, it, but it's, it's a healthy, positive obsession. It's not just, Oh, I want to have everything for myself, a better life experience for me personally. Like we truly believe that, the more nectar we're sucking from life, the more energy we have. And that bubbles up as a smile at the checkout counter, you know, or on a podcast or whatever. Well, we're it, just trying to, the, the good vibes that can expand out. It provides so the nectar to, for other people. <clears throat> it does. Fair. And that's, I just wanted to be clear about why I think what a mm-hmm. deeper level of what bonds us all. And I think we'd all have different language for that in our religion or our even our spiritual journeys, we, but we have a way of relating ultimately to the divine is what we're talking about. But then the more that we're connected through friendship and relationship and always being brought back to that now, that present moment, the, the more we're thriving and that's energy for the collective. It's just making the whole, we're, we're all one. And so you're just a really healthy cell in the organism. So that's my perspective on it anyway. And so I just don't want listeners to think, Oh, it's just about me. It's, it's really not this thriving is so that we can be 
powerful light centers, you know, one little dimension in the kaleidoscope of everything with that, which is beyond us being the light and we're the fractals, but we want to be a clean fractal. Uh, yeah. I mean, what, what we do together on the adventure side or the discussion side. Yeah. Thank you for point, putting that out too, is what lets me come in as a much brighter light exactly. when I walk in the door of my house Amen. or when I get on this mic and, and with the privilege of talking to so many people or yeah, meeting with you guys or talking to somebody who has need, I, I think to that degree, and that may be another, that may be another show. I think I have grasped for inspiration mm. and expansion so that I can have something to give to others. Yeah. Cause without it, man, I just wither. Yeah. I, I, I need it. Like want to be in service air. Yeah. yeah. And that's, mm. that's God through you, man. You know, that's just, you just get out of the way and more happens. I do. My takeaway from this is protecting and enhancing that you brought out from what was the other context that you brought that from? Tell me that again. Uh, from, from sleep, 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 yeah, protecting and enhancing sleep. that if we see, if we accept the value of friends of counsel, both spellings of counsel in our lives, are we mm. protecting and enhancing it? And something that Laura said that is valuable for me is even like the Wednesdays that they happen at this time. The, the mm. events happen. The events are so good for me because they have to happen. How often do we guys get to get, uh, take you, you don't count because Randy, cause we're in the office together. So that happens. If it wasn't for that, when we're not in the office together, how often do we see each other? Right. It would, yeah. We don't call each other up and go, Hey man, you want to hang? We don't have time to, ha- I don't have free right. time set out to just I don't have enough that's, margin. That's another I know. track. There's, we should talk about margin. That's a problem. So if it's not a scheduled thing, I yeah. don't do it, which she's saying to this degree, okay, if that's how, that's okay. if that's yeah, how you are, that's just, then yeah. schedule it in and that it, a week should not go by mm-hmm. that I'm not spending with one or both of you, really. Mm-hmm. Um, now, for the most part, you and I do that because I end up here in the office and we do grab lunch for 30 minutes, even if it is, or it yeah. spawns us to do something else. Uh, the, the adventures, you know, grab a mountain bike ride or do that. That's what brings us together. If it's not that thing, we don't tend occasional to occasional sushi together. Yeah. yeah. So if folks are sitting out there listening going, yeah, I don't know how to spontaneously just, you know, mm-hmm. call up a friend. I, to me, some of that some of this topic is the gravity of don't just leave it out there for happenstance. If you well, know. yeah, that's, that was the impetus for Wednesdays. Yeah. Just, you, well, you gotta, yeah. and maybe just like with Wednesdays, I'd say, well, I was going to go down the medical pathway. That's the impetus for almost anything you do medically is, well, you're sick enough now to, okay, you have to calendar it, whether it's a pill or sleep or whatever. But what I was going to say is, can we, cause I know you're getting ready to talk to author, Arthur Brooks, can we do this with him too? Can this be your number three? Mm-hmm. Theoretically, maybe. Because uh, I would like to dig into that book. You're not much of a reader, but or down that pathway, what? you're what? a big reader. Um, but the what is his thing? I don't know Arthur Brooks. Um, well, well, we'll we'll talk to you offline about that. Uh, but and my whole point was bringing that up is here's his statement: is men do not know how to be friends. So. They're, they're like, we're saying all this and they're like, uh, okay, okay, okay. Well, but what do I do? Yeah. 
Well, no, I, I'll let me let me please, kick, yeah. let me kickstart that, and you I guys going to go down a, a less. No, no I, I think it's a whole show. Path. No, you can do it oh, because okay. well, because part of the part of the discussion with Laura was that we <laughs> we we come was going sophisticated, man. Nope. You were going. This is something that came up with my son, who's seventeen, and his friends. Well, well no, maybe it's appropriate because no, no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe that'll get us more downloads <laughs> to have more inappropriate stuff. It's, we started off drinking, yeah. so we could do right, that, right? That that friendship. So we start off as kids and you go to daycare or kindergarten or whatever, and you're just thrust amongst a bunch of kids and you just do life together and you, you know, our friends in quotes, because you're just, you don't know what else to do. You go off and play. Kids do that. And we don't really learn is the point though. As we grow up, then we're just in these shared contexts of schools a lot, especially, but as we grow up and get uh, disassociated with those that context, that constant context, realize we never were taught how to be a friend. And so you're right. We get out here in the real world per se, and we don't know how to be friends. We're back to, you know, how to win friends and influence people. How do you actually be a friend? Look them in the eye, smile, say their name, uh, understand them, listen and yada, yada. And we don't know that. So you're right. So a lot of people will hear a message like this and realize, I don't know what to do. So how do I go cultivate these friendships? And part of that is learning how to be a friend. And I would, I'll throw out there and then you guys can go, but throw out there, man, shared context. I think especially for God, I think, but I say, especially for guys, or at least in my experience as a guy, that's primarily where ours came from a shared context of interest. So did ours too. I mean, yeah, it did. We didn't just show up somewhere within a go, dimension of well-being. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you would go to Dustin for this. Yeah, you know, which, got- which to that degree, if somebody's out there listening and really struggling with us, I say, man, find an area of interest that you have and go find some kindred spirits. Mm-hmm. I don't care if you're not social. I'm not either. I don't like networking groups. I don't show up for crap like that. But if it's a mountain bike thing, I'm happy mountain biking by myself. I may be happiest, but man, do I enjoy. I've grown to even more the group things where we don't just hammer it out. Like my, we stop and we deal with somebody's mechanical or broken shoulder or somebody (laughs) got lost or whatever. And man, I'm starting to have more and more fun with those. And even maybe I should say more so more than the sum of that event is then the person that I meet doing that, who I may not have a great time mountain biking with, but man, are we going to have a great time talking afterwards or doing some other activity or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that's where I met him. Shared context. That was my point. I like it. Well, I'll come, I'll, I'll pick that up and I'm going to go back to a thought that I had earlier, which might be like a metaphor for the medical path, but the toxic, it's kind of like you, you use the illustration of sleep, Randy, or, uh, food. Let's take that as well. Friendship. We don't really know how to cultivate it is what you were talking about there a moment ago. We don't really know how to eat. We don't really know how to sleep. We don't really know how to like, there's not, well, we do on a survival mode, not on right. But then look at the obesity rates and diabetes Mm -hmm, rates and on the dimension of eating. Um, that's, that's your nutrition. And then we don't really know how to pursue God. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We don't really know how to pursue fulfilling work. Mm-hmm. We take jobs, you know, we trade life energy for money. So it's all of these dimensions of well-being. There are different ways to interface, but I would submit that community is 
the gasoline on the fire of motivation to start engaging in life, right? Mm-hmm. Have the people in your life that are going to fast with you. They're going to do the thing. They're going to mm-hmm. eat what better with you. They're going to encourage you, not drag you down. You know, then you've got the people in your spiritual life. Who are the people that are going to lift you up, draw you closer in relationship with the divine, encourage yeah. you on your unique journey? Okay. Avocationally, who's going to inspire you to be your best version of self and really trade your life energy and service to the world rather than trading it for a buck? You know, so these are all very important considerations. So going down the medical path of not only like looking to optimize our health, like a functional medicine doctor, like Randy does, you know, let's be weller together. You know, Mm -hmm. there's this, but it's also, what is the toxicity in our relationship that's built up as a function of not knowing Mm -hmm. how to do this well? So as we shift our energy toward doing it well, what do we also need to do to look at the pathogens Mm -hmm. that are there, toxic relationships Mm -hmm. that you're not, it, it might be even inconvenient to call them that. Mm-hmm. I have that in my own professional life right now. Mm-hmm. There are just relationships that have served their course, mm-hmm. but they're lucrative. <laughs> you know, <laughs> but for me to be free in spirit mm-hmm. and expansive, it, it's season has come and can you let it go? There's no formal defriending. There's not, you know, that, that's mm-hmm. inappropriate. You don't want to ever burn bridges, but can we be ruthless about making sure that we're not only allowing time for relationships that help us thrive, but also make sure that we're focusing on the relationships that are not allowing us to to thrive that are like anchors in a sense. So that's more like you're, I get that kind of thought process from my experience with Randy as a patient of his Um, it's both. And, you know, and I just wonder about how do you handle moving away from something you could validly call a toxic relationship. Mm-hmm. Is that like another show or is that just, well, another? yes, it is. It is another show. And, <laughs> okay. and I, I'm, I'm, so I'm glad that you capped it with the both. And mm-hmm. because we live in a culture that wants the either or yeah, these people make me feel good. These people make me feel bad. It, it's never that simple. This, right, we're back to hot pockets and carrots. It depends on the situation. Mm-hmm. And that's where the invitation to people is not going to be, you really need to identify toxic relationships in your life and just get, get mm-hmm. rid of them. Because that tends to breed more of the narcissistic, yeah. uh, like, who makes me feel good about me? And, and it's, it's, so the invitation is into now, if maybe this kind of wraps things up too for today is we're back into the now of each of these dimensions of life and relationships. And it takes a real honesty, wisdom, and humility to say, okay, wait, let's, how can I help you first? Mm. And not, uh, back to even marriage, right? Like, you cannot go into a marriage thinking this person's job is to make you happy. This is a recipe for disaster. And I would challenge all of us to go into our marriage with the desire to help make that other person happy. And, and, and anyway, that, that as a microcosm of all of these other relationships too, in our professional lives and everywhere else is it's very rare where there's a, oh, yeah, that's an easy one. Get rid of that relationship. Mm-hmm. It's always much more, um, 
the the openness of in the moment of the now to be as honest with you yourself as you can as unto God. How can I be of service to you? Uh, you know, to self as well. Don't, mm-hmm. this is not about a martyrdom of, <laughs> mm-hmm. and, we're, and we're into the bothness. And so Patrick, I, I it's, uh, almost always, and it's frustratingly the common answer of that. It depends the situation, kind of the context. No, it's true. It does. Yeah. And, and even in that, you know, I think the relationship that you're thinking about, it's like, you know, there, there's a collegiality and a friendship and all that, but evolution has happened in time. And, we're we're just we're moving on, and and most of us, even with Dustin, our our friend who moved away so long ago, our friendship will forever be different than it was because he's in Virginia, yeah. and uh, but it 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 inspires me to want to approach the moments with a a desire for circling back to your book, both counsel and counsel, mm-hmm. Both of those things to have them and to be them for other people as well. Well, and to and to hit that wrap up there, I think yeah, look, not to just tout Laura's book, which I'm happy to do though, but looking through the different categories, I think gives you the opportunity to look at your relationships and even the ones that may be difficult and go, yeah, but is there a value? Is there mm-hmm. something to glean uh, out, out there that I can honor, even though they don't fulfill X, Y, Z, and maybe give them a break? They don't need to because yeah, I can exactly. get that from someone right. else. Yeah. And yeah. I think it's going to call a lot of us and a lot of people to look at some of the relationships and realize, man, I'm putting a lot of pressure because I'm trying to get everything filled through my spouse or through this one soul friend that I'm looking for and uh, need a few friends. And again, maybe a few friends. Not everybody needs 10 friends or 20 friends or, or whatnot, but most listening could use more. A good friend's going to fulfill multiple dimensions yeah. of well-being. The more peripheral friends might fill one. Yeah. 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 And still have value. And other, otherwise, yeah. if they're not fulfilling a dimension of well-being, there is toxicity there. Yeah. And it's not because they're bad people. It's just because you're not... A good fit. Yeah. Yeah. Grateful for you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Likewise. Well, cheers to that. Cheers. I hope that was insightful and inspiring, which is a great aspect of what we're getting at with friendships, inspiration. How can they provide us with great insight and that, again, just inspiration and guidance for our lives, support for our lives. If you want to connect with these guys again, you can find Dr. Randy James and his functional medicine practice at truelifemedicine.com. And you can find Patrick and his wealth resources at wealth, W-E-L-L-T-H, partner.com. Thank you again for tuning in to the Self-Helpful Podcast, where I strive to help you and me elevate our personal experience and the way we show up for others. Stay driven, my friends.